the Lord hath given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. Isaiah chapter 50, verse 4. You are about to hear the encouraging word with Bishop E.A.T. Saki. Bishop E.A.T. Saki is an assistant to Bishop Dag Hayward Mills and serves as the resident bishop of the Kadesh, the Church on Fire. This word will bring you hope, comfort, encouragement, salvation, and much more. Join Bishop E.A.T. Saki as he ministers the infallible word of God. She gave Kneeling by her bedside I can still hear mama say The people are depending on you baby Don't you let them down I remember mama In a happy way I remember mama In a happy way we went to school with holes in our shoes We didn't have much, but the Lord saw us through Mama kept the family together, together I remember Mama in a happy Way. I remember mother, I remember in a happy way, in a happy way. She packed our lunch in an old greasy bag. It might have seemed empty, but it was more than others had. It had a lot of love way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember mama in a happy way. I remember mama. I remember mama in a happy way. My mother conceived toils and hardships she's perceived from the very day of birth she's worked hard to fill me with mirth rolling and kicking in her womb I proceeded in a jolly mood laying me on her tender laps she gave me kisses and gentle taps through my very troublesome childhood she taught me much to prepare me for adulthood and this thing she used to say be the very best while you may she brought me up in the ways of the Lord she made it fun I never got bored she'd always say 
never give the devil a ride because you'd always like to drive my tears and laughter in them she shared I was simply amazed at how much she cared I've always known that words can kill but not her words they sure did heal day by day my thoughts I gather and I always think of my mother among all mothers she's the first oh yes and her is the very best so on this precious joyous day in the lovely month of May as I sit and gaze at the cloud I can't help but say out loud I'll forever love my mother she's the greatest gift ever Whoa, I remember mother in a happy way I remember my mother in a happy way Guide us away. 
give us faith so we'll be saved. A world where pain and sorrow will be ended, and every heart that's broken will be mended. Excited to see all of you. Right. Lift up your Bibles. I have a wonderful treasure, the gift of God without measure. We will travel together. My Bible and I, I have a wonderful treasure, the gift of God without measure, we will travel together, my Bible and I. 
let us pray father thank you so much for today thank you for the joy and the privilege of coming to your word we submit ourselves to you we ask you that for this short time that we are about to hear your word let your word be relevant and applicable to everybody speak to every heart that is here today let our coming never be a waste of time but let our coming bring glory to your holy name and a change and transformation to our lives we bless and we honor you in Jesus' name. And everybody shouted, Amen. Amen. Sit on top of your enemies. Now tell your neighbor sitting by you, you are sitting by a very important person in case you don't know who I am. All right. Beautiful. But I want to tell all of you, God bless you for coming to the Kadesh, the church on fire. Amen. Shake your neighbor and tell him, welcome to the church on fire. Tell him, welcome to a great place. Hallelujah. Every Sunday when I'm coming to church, I know I'm coming to a great place. Hallelujah. Every Sunday when I wake up and I'm getting myself ready, I come with excitement, knowing that this is indeed a great place. Amen. And I believe that this morning, for the short time that we have left, God is going to be gracious to us. Clap your hands for the Lord. Amen. I'm going to read to us. I want us to read together in, indeed. Um, from the book of Luke, chapter 6. I'm talking about don't waste your chance. Amen. But I believe that all that we have seen here today, it goes to emphasize the message anyway. Amen. That is why I'm going to talk for just 10, 12 minutes, and then we shall close. But next week Sunday is another Sunday. If you came today, come again next Sunday. What do you think? Is that good, is that good uh, advice? Yeah. I am enjoining you to come again next Sunday. And come the next Sunday after. Amen. May you enjoy the blessings in the house of the Lord. Amen. Right. So, have you found the scripture? Luke chapter 6. From verse number 12. This scripture is, uh, concerns Jesus and Jesus' choosing of the disciples. The Bible says, now if you can read, now join me and let's all read it out loud and clear. Ready, go. And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. Verse 13. And when it was day, he called unto him his disciples. And of them he chose twelve, whom also he named apostles. Verse 14. Simon, whom he also named Peter, and Andrew his brother, and James and John, Philip and Bartholomew, Matthew and Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Simon called 
zealots, and Judas, the brother of James, and Judas Iscariot, which also was a traitor. Hmm. What a shock. Once again, hold your neighbor's ear and put it and tell the pain. You neighbor, don't waste your chance. I said, find the year and put the year and tell him or her, don't waste your chance. Do for me. All right, beautiful. Thank you very much. God fills our lives with opportunities. Are you there? Some people call it luck. Have you heard the word luck before? Hey, why lucky pa? Some of us, the opportunity we have is the family in which we were born into. Am I talking to anybody here? You, are, you didn't choose your family. You were just born into the family. And some of you were born into families where the fa- your parents are rich. It is your chance. Can I have an Amen. Some of you are blessed with intelligence. You are intelligent. (laughs) I'm preaching. Some of you are blessed with beauty. You you know that way you're fed. You know what I'm saying? You're born with beauty. You don't even have to wear makeup. You are beautiful the way you are. Are you in the church or go home? You're beautiful. Yeah. If it's time for Miss Ghana, you win hands down. What a shock. Are you there? Yeah. So, our lives, what we call chance, is also opportunity. Amen. Look at Jesus choosing 12 disciples out of thousands of people. Look at all of us sitting here, more than 5,000 people. And out of this crowd, Jesus decides that I'm going to choose 12. You cannot be more privileged than that. I'm preaching. You cannot have greater opportunity than that, that Jesus will select 12. I don't know what method he used to select. I don't know what, 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 what way he chose the 12. But the Bible says that after he prayed all night, then he called 12 of them, looking and said, you, come. Everybody was hoping that Jesus was going to call them. And he looked and said, you, I choose you. Out of the so many thousands, he chose 12. And the Bible says, one of them was Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. What a shock. Are you still here? I said, are you still here? Now, we are talking about don't waste your chance. Amen. I said, amen. Waste. To waste something, it means to fail to make good use of that thing. You you fail to make good use of it. Now, listen, very briefly. So, those of you standing, are there no chairs for you? I don't know chairs for you. Okay, sit on the stairs. Sit on the stairs. 
All right. Okay. I need to have everybody's... Listen, as I'm preaching, don't let anybody be showing you things on the Facebook and, 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 and on WhatsApp. The person is wasting your chance to hear the word of God. Say amen. Are you there? Yeah. To waste. You know, we waste a lot of things in life. You can waste your time. Has anybody wasted your time before? I, you know, you ladies, that's what I'm saying. A brother is walking around with you, up and down, up and down. He is not proposing, but he's coming to eat your jollof. He's come to eat your life soup. Meanwhile, he's not saying anything yet. Moving up and down. Three years, four years. He's not saying anything. The next time you realize something different has happened. What a shock. So you're making room for this chair. Okay, so bring them, bring, bring them here. Bring some people to the front here. Come, five people, come to the front. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Only the ashes are allowed to, to, to move around. The rest of you, please do not move. Okay. Hello. I mean, the person after a long time, before you come, have they sitting coming to eat Arabic rice, coming to eat your jollof, coming to eat your mutuo. After four years, he says that I've met a lady called Maggie. What a shock! And the lady's heart is broken. Why? Because he has wasted your time. So time can be wasted. Energy can be wasted. Money can be wasted. Some of you, you have had money before, but you are broke now. Because you are not wise when you got money. You wasted your money. I'm preaching. Are you still in church? Hmm. Amen? But now, this is the one we are talking about here. Is Judas. Who had the greatest opportunity? I'm going to pray with you in the next few minutes. Now listen to me. Everybody here. Listen, sitting in church today, somebody invited you. Somebody said, let's go. Pleaded with you. Called you. Made all the efforts. Some of you didn't really, really want to come. But out of respect, you came. I salute you for coming. I congratulate you for coming. I bless God for your life, for coming. But now that you have come, complete the process. I said complete the process. Coming is good. Coming is beautiful. But there's one more step you ought to take. Because people have come to this same church. They've come to hear this same anointed pastor preaching. <laughs> Are you here? Some people have come. And, and, and they were blessed by the preaching. I remember a, a, young man, a, a young man who came to church, who was in church, not in this church, in another church. And then after a while, he stopped coming to church. He got married. He had children and all that. Then one day, one of his sons died. So the pastor was called to go and conduct the funeral. So after the funeral, the man came and said to the pastor, Please, pastor, can I ride with you in your car? 
But I said, no problem. So he came into the pastor's car and they rode, they drove together. As they drove together, the man began to talk. He said to the pastor that several years ago, when you came to this city, I was one of the first to come to your church. I was so blessed every time I came. He told the pastor that anytime you preached, I will feel some conviction because everything you said concerned me. It felt like you knew all my life through and through. Every example you gave, everything you said was about my life. The man says, sometimes I'll be sitting in my chair and I'll be afraid I'll be crying because I felt a certain conviction in my heart. This man went on and told the pastor. He said, as the time went by, I began, my business grew. I became busy. As the years, as the months went by, my days were crowded. And so I was not able to come to Sunday service as I used to come regularly. He told the pastor, I started cutting off on some Sunday after the other. Sometimes, once a month, I would come to church because I was busy. And he said, Pastor, I'm prosper. As they drove, they go to your place and he told the pastor, you see this skyscraper, this top building, it belongs to me. He showed him several buildings that he owned in the city. He said, I'm a prosperous person. My business has, things have gone on well. But my life has been so crowded that I don't have time. In the meantime, this man has not been to church for more than three years. He's prospered. Things are working out well for him. But he did not have time for God again. Sometimes we forget that the job you have, the, the life you have, the energy you have comes from God. I'm preaching now. When you wake up in the morning and you're able to walk out, get out of your bed and move around, there are some people that cannot move out of your be- their beds because they, are, they, are, they, are, they have stroke, they have all types of disease and sicknesses. But you, you are sitting here today, is the mercy of God that has brought you to church. Tell your neighbor, the man is talking to you. I'm telling you. You see, every day you wake up and you are alive, God is giving you another chance. I'm telling you. So the pastor, the, this brother went on and spoke to the pastor. He said, other time has gone by. He said, the other day, when I came to your church, I heard you preach. And he told the pastor, the passion, the strength of preaching was the same. I could feel the same strength. I could feel the same passion. I could feel the same fire. But somehow, I was not convicted as I used to. Years ago, he used to have come, but now he was no more convicted. He said, I felt the passion, I felt the fire, I felt the zeal, but I had no more conviction. And he asked the pastor, what has changed? Is it that you have changed or I have changed? And the pastor told him, he said, it cannot be me. He said, when the first time you take um, a metal or, or um, to work on the maybe cut glass or whatever to weed and to work. The palms of your hand are tender and soft. You are going to get blisters in your palm because your palms are soft. But as you keep on working with that thing, implement and working and working, a day comes, a time comes when your palm becomes so hard 
that you cannot feel it. You don't have blisters again. Your palms are so hard. You don't have any pain anymore. The reason is that, that you, you, you have become so used to that implement that it does not affect you again. When you hear the word of God, 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 you say, no, not now. No, not now. No, not today. No, not today. You hate again. No, not today. And keep on saying no and no and no. A time comes when you develop a condition called hardness of hearts. When your heart becomes so hard that you hear the best of preachers preaching, but you don't have any more conviction. You hear the word of God preach, upon, preach day after day, but you don't even care anymore because you are developing a condition called hardness of hearts. Today, I bless God for your life that you came today. As I'm preaching, you can hear me. I remember several years ago, I went to preach in a secondary, Winneber Secondary School, to be precise. When I preached there, I made an altar call. Several people came forward to give their life to Christ. After I finished, a young lady came and said, Please, Pastor, everything that you said in the service concerned me. But she said, I don't feel I'm ready for Christ. She said, I'm a young girl. I want to have fun. I'm going to finish school soon. Later on in life, later on in life, I can have fun. Later on in life, I can serve God. And I, but not now. I'm not ready now. As, as she spoke to me, I pulled a chair and I made her I said, Abigail, her name was, I said, Abigail, sit down. And Abigail sat down. And I said, Abigail, could it be that you are the only, you are the only reason why God sent me to this school? Could it be that God sent me here because God knew that he's giving you a chance. I remember telling her, Abigail, don't waste this chance. Several years ago. But Abigail looked at me. Even with almost like tears in her eyes. He said, Pastor, I'm sure I will have another chance. Those were her words. Pastor, listen to me, friends. Today you are hearing me. Listen, if you have not taken God seriously, you are the reason for this message. Don't tell me next week, the next month, 2020, today is the day of salvation. If you hear his word, harden not your hearts. Don't tell me that I will have another chance. I spoke to her. I wish I knew the combination to Abigail's hearts. So that I can open and speak the word into her heart. No matter what I said. She said, I understand what you are saying. I know it's about me, but not now. But not now. Today, if you are sitting here, don't let me hear you saying to yourself, not now. Don't say not now. Because the Bible says today is the day of salvation. Not tomorrow. God has guaranteed you today and not tomorrow. Are you here? I began saying, Pastor, I know, I know you are talking to me, but not now. She wanted to have fun. She wanted to enjoy the boyfriend he had. She wanted to have all the pleasures you can imagine. And then one day in the street by and by, she will give her life to Christ. I couldn't force her. Just like no matter who you are, 
I can never force you. As I sit here in church, there are young people here, 14 years. There are some of you here, 21 years. Some of you, 35. Some of you, 55. I don't know your age, but whatever your age is, today, I'm speaking to you. Hallelujah. So, Abigail, we parted. She went and I went. Three weeks later, I was in my room when a, a friend pushed my door open, just knocked the door, kicked the door open. And she came in, he came to the room. He said, do you know, do you remember Abigail? I said, I remember Abigail. And he said, Abigail is dead. Look, what the guys were asking that we are laughing, it's not a joke. I'm telling you. He said, Abigail, what happened? He, she had ordinary malaria. Ordinary malaria. Common malaria. Malaria that we all know what to take. That's what everybody thought. And her temperature was rising. So they put her in a taxi. Taking her to the hospital. By the time they go to the hospital, she was gone. Friends. Friends. Young men, young women. Young boy, young lady. No matter who you are. Let me tell you, the pleasures that you are enjoying today will not last forever. Today, don't waste your chance. Are you still here? I said, are you still here? Hear me, friends. I'm about to end in the next couple of minutes. But I remember when a friend told me, I was shocked. None of I, I am a pastor. But I didn't know that that was Abigail's last opportunity to meet Jesus. She didn't know that as she was speaking and telling me that later on in life, she will have all the chance to serve God. She didn't know that as she was sitting in front of me, that was her last opportunity to meet Jesus. This morning, listen, Judas had a chance. Had a chance. To be close to Jesus. But rather, he turned out as a traitor. Yeah, some of you, you are brought up by parents who are Christians. You should go to Pentecost. You should go to Sunday school. But some of you have turned your back on God. Some of you hearing me this morning. You know as I'm speaking. Sitting right at the corner out there. Sitting right here. You know that this is not where you ought to be. You should have given your heart to Christ and taken God seriously. By your friends, the pleasures. The Bible says that, and Judas betrayed Christ because of money. What is the reason why you are turning your back on Christ? Is it money? Is it a boyfriend? Is it a girlfriend? What is taking you away from your Savior? Jesus told the disciples that in heaven, they are going, the names are going to be written on pillars. Judas lost, he lost the opportunity. He lost the chance. Of having his name written in the pillar of heaven. Just because of money. What is keeping you? What is keeping you? What is keeping you? From saying, Lord, today I give my heart to you. I'm going to pray with you now. Every one of us here. I know in my heart. This Sunday morning. There are several of you here. As I sat in front here. I kept on crying because I know, I know, I know there are thousands of people here who need to say yes. But I still feel that some 
in spite of what I'm going to say, will still not say yes to God. That's what making my heart bleed. Is it possible that some of you sitting here today that I'm going to give you one more opportunity? Look at where you live. You live at Liberia Camp. You live at Dansoman. You live at Springtest Road. You live at, 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 at Botanya. So far away places. You have made your journey to be here. Why not take the one more step? If you dance us, this other step should not be too much. I'm telling you. Judas. He wasted a chance to be one of the few that Jesus chose. I'm going to pray for you now. And I'm going to pray for everybody here. Everybody here today. Please, no chatting with your friend. We're going to ask all of us to stand to our feet. Can you stand to your feet now? Don't go and we, we don't go and do anything. Just stay here. Just stand up and stay here. I'm going to pray with you now. And I'm going to ask you to take one more step. Just one more step. Just one more step. I remember walking to the hospital one day to visit somebody who was not, some people who were not well. When we went to the first bed, there was this man lying in bed. And I, I, we, we spoke to the man about Christ. He said, I'm ready to give my life to Christ. And he gave his life to Christ. I told him the following day I was going to bring him a Bible. I couldn't go the following day. I went two days later. When I went, the nurse told me, he had pastor. You are the one who came to pray for that, talk to that man. I said, yes. He said, five minutes after you left, the man died. Five minutes after I left. That was the man's last chance. Today, this moment is an opportunity. I still remember one day, I went to pray, to the hospital to pray for a man, a doctor who was not well. I went with our presiding bishop. This man told us, how he used to serve God. How he used to be an elder in the church. But when he became a doctor and he began to have him get money, he began to chase girls and forgot about God and all that. And he was struck with a disease that the doctor said he was going to die. And he told us that day, as he crawled off his bed and came and held our feet and was begging and said, please do something for me. And he said, that if God can heal me, I will save him the rest of my life. We prayed with this man as he cried. I wish there was a sweet end to the story. The man was healed, but when he went away, he forgot about God, began to live anyhow. Today is an opportunity. I'm going to give every single person here a chance and a privilege. Don't waste this chance. Close your eyes. Close your eyes with me. Everybody close your eyes. Help me, Jesus. Every head bowed, every eye closed, every young, every old person, everybody here, I need to pray with you today. At the back, nursing mothers, wherever you are, upstairs, wherever you are, this is the most important moment in somebody's life. The most important moment in your life. God has given you the great opportunity. I'm not here to give you a chance to win American lottery. I'm not here to give you a chance 
to get a husband or wife. I'm here to give you the chance to make Jesus the Lord of your life. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, I'm going to pray for you now. If you're here this morning, you want to say, Bishop, I need God in my life. I know I'm a sinner, but this Sunday morning, I want Jesus to come into my heart. I want to receive him and make Jesus the Lord of my life. If you're here this Sunday morning and you need Jesus, you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. I don't, wish, I don't want to waste this journey I've made to come here. I need Jesus in my life. If you're here this morning and you need Jesus, lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. Let it go higher than your head. Your right hand. So many of you, lift it up. Don't look at anybody. Because you are the one I'm, you are the one I'm talking to. You are the one I'm talking to. Lift up your right hand. Every one of you here today, when you say, Bishop, this Sunday morning, I don't want to waste my opportunity. I need Jesus in my life. Pray for me today. I want to save Jesus the rest of my life. Lift your right hand and I'm going to pray for you. Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted. Thank you for these wonderful people. Thank you for everyone whose hands are up. I pray that today will mark a day of a new beginning. If you have lifted your hand up, I'm going to ask you to do one more thing, friends. The journey from where you are to this place is shorter than from your home to the church. You made the first journey. I want to make the second journey of walking from your chair right to the frontier. Just come. Come. Happy day. Come to me. Come. Happy Quickly. day. Come all the way. When Jesus washed my sins away. Oh, he taught me how to watch and pray. Come all the way. And live with joy. Sing every day. Keep coming. Happy day. come to the first okay the first level is fine so the others can come now listen we are going to pray we are going to pray that somebody sitting out there in the congregation somebody standing out there at the corner you know that you have not taken God seriously somebody standing there 
You used to be a serious Christian, but now you are not as serious as you. You are falling away. You are falling to the hands of other people, and your whole life is getting spoiled. Today, I want you to take a step and come. Come. Come to the front. I should check this song for, for the last time. He taught me how to watch and pray and live with joy and sing every day. Happy day, happy day when Jesus washed my sins away. I ask you to lift your two hands up high. Yeah, lift your two hands up high. Everybody here, lift your two hands up high. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. A prayer of surrendering your life totally to God. A prayer of making Jesus the Lord of your life. A prayer of telling Jesus, I will save you the rest of my days. Yeah, lift your two hands up high. And say this prayer. The whole church join us as we pray. Say, dear Lord Jesus, dear Lord Jesus, this Sunday morning, this Sunday morning, I give my heart to you. I give my heart to you. I receive Jesus. I receive Jesus as my Lord, as my Lord, and my Savior, and my Savior. Forgive me, forgive me of all my sins, of all my sins. Come into my heart, come into my heart. Wash away my sins, wash away my sins. Say, Lord, make me your child. Make me your child. I promise to serve you. I promise to serve you. I promise to walk with you. I promise to walk with you. The rest of my life. The rest of my life. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. From today. From today. My life belongs to you. My life belongs to you. From today. From today. My days belong to you. My days belong to you. This Sunday morning. This Sunday morning. Jesus. Jesus. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Write my name. Write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. My name is. My name is. Mention your full name. Mention your name. My name is. My name is. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Write this name. Write this name. In the book of life. In the book of life. I will serve you. I will serve you. I will follow you. I will follow you. I will walk with you. I will walk with you. The rest of my life. The rest of my life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For coming into my heart. For coming into my heart. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. For saving me. From this moment. From this moment. I am born again. I am born again from this very moment from this very moment i am a new person i am a new person i promise i promise i promise i promise to follow you to follow you i promise i promise to serve you to serve you i promise i promise to walk with you to walk with you the rest of my life the rest of my life thank you father thank you father for hearing my prayer for hearing my prayer in jesus name in jesus name amen amen up your hands for the Lord. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. Now listen, friends. This is the most important decision you can, you can ever take in my life. But I sense strongly that there's some people sitting out there. You really wanted to come, but you were a bit shy or you didn't want to, you, didn't, you couldn't come. Please. If you are there, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't understand fully what I'm even saying myself. But today, as I'm speaking, 
God is saying, give you one more chance. One more chance. Look, close your eyes, everybody. Close your eyes, everybody. There's somebody standing out there. I hear the Spirit of God saying, I'm giving you one more chance. If you have to come, come now and join us. Come. Very quickly. Just come now. Just come now. Come. God bless you for coming. God bless you for coming. God bless you for coming. Come. All the way. Father, I pray for everyone here today. Let today mark a day of a new beginning in their lives. Rule in their lives. Save them completely. Let them never fall away. But let them know you and serve you and love you the rest of their lives. Thank you for everyone in front here. In Jesus' name, amen.